0: Welcome to the CCM Deep Dive Podcast as we go song by song and story by story through some of Christian music's most influential albums with the artists who created them. It's time to grab your coffee and settle in. Let's go.
1: and not being able to get there was really tough for me. I didn't really, I don't think I expressed any of this ever uh, outwardly, you know, but it was tough to think that I wasn't. It felt like I was saying goodbye to those folks because of this new life I had now. Mm -hmm.
0: Welcome to I'll Meet You There, the final song off of the Freedom Album by Whiteheart. And as you are about to hear, one of the most personal songs for bassist Tommy Sims.
1: So I wrote that song one night thinking about the album and kind of what we had so far. And I just thought, man, you know, I'd had that that piece of music and that melody. Sitting around, you know, for for a while, you know that one I just kind of wrote. You know, a lot of things I would just I would just write them and present them to the group, and I think I wrote that one and presented it to the group, and Gersh really picked up on it and said, "Man, I I, I like that. I think I I wouldn't mind tweaking on the lyric a little bit, you know and and uh, and I don't I don't know that I had written a second, uh, completed a second verse. But I remember, you know, that that one really came to me and it was it was really fast and it was really just one of those things where it felt like it just wrote itself.
0: So. I have vivid memories of my old apartment, Tommy and I sitting at, at my my wife always said when when we ended up moving into our house and she was just happy that the goodwill came for my furniture and accepted <laughs> it. Uh, it's like if you, you know, um, if if you put your arm on the kitchen table, there was a chance you would get a little slivers. But I just, I just got this picture of Tommy sitting there. It's just, you know, oh my gosh, what a talented guy! You know, I mean, and it was just an honor be in the same room with the guy all the time. Uh, 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 and um, isn't it interesting that we have people? Some of, of who are sadly disappearing from our lives, but there's just as the assurance and um, what a comfort to know, regardless of where you are, that you know it, it, there's that space and the dignity and the sense of your of time within you that you know that this this time is little, the best time is
1: ahead, and I'm and I'm going to meet you there someday. Where this is this story is going on. Uh, personally, for me, I was. I was I was saying goodbye to sort of a group of friends. It was a it was a personal thing for me where I had been really really closely associated with a particular church group out of Warsaw, Indiana, and I'd gone to their camps in the summer and uh, started out just just as a as a camper, uh, but then you know. That first year, you know, they sort of pulled me into the worship team and and all of that, and uh, you yeah, know, it was just one of those really life-altering experiences. You know, first time I'd been around white people for any length of time, and certainly the first time I'd been in a situation where it was mostly white people, uh, and you know, the whole thing, you know, was just like this there was like this before and after line in my life you know um i I made some of the most pivotal uh relationships and and introductions uh to my what what would subsequently become my 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 life story what happened right there in that camp you know at that camp in that first year so i made it you know i just it was just became a part of my life i went back every year for several years you know uh then when i got in the music business and moved to nashville and got busy touring and all that kind of stuff i wasn't able for the first year i, I wasn't able to make it to the camp which was really kind of traumatic for me because it really was my kind of my annual fuel and uh not being able to get there was really tough for me. I didn't really, I don't think I expressed any of this ever uh, outwardly, you know, or, or openly, but it was tough. It was tough to, to to think that I wasn't, it felt like I was saying goodbye to those folks because of this new life I had now, you know, and, and that's kind of where the song idea came from. Anyway, it just, it was one of those things where, you know, gosh, I hate that we're, we're we're not gonna see much of each other anymore. You know, uh, but I know, you know, ultimately we we will get to spend time together again. You know, and and that was the that was where the song came from, and I was writing it, you know, from a personal perspective, from that perspective, and then like I said, Gersh heard it, and you know, for me, it was an instant. Uplift and an instant endorsement to get any kind of feedback from Gersh when I was writing because I considered him like the ultimate songwriter, you know, the pinnacle. His gift of words and emotions were just second to none, in my opinion. And so, you know, when he heard it and felt like he could contribute something to it, I was like, man, by all means, that means it's only going to get better. Uh, we wound up flushing that one out and that that's that's you know i guess sentimental value you know that's one of my favorite ones on, on the record and and rick florian just sang it so beautifully he sang it like I like i was feeling
0: thank you for listening as we have walked through the entire freedom album by white heart join us next week as we tie up loose ends give updates on what the guys are doing now and dive into the bonus track Nat found on the original cassette release. Set the bridge on fire.
2: the uh-huh.